0: stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter all the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Yes, this segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audio book download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Thank you so much for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Today, like always, I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we, and of course the Dinero's, plural, Prosperity Poochies, oh, he are there. here. Anyhow, uh, thank you so much for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. And uh, we are thrilled that you have chosen to get your money mind right with us here today. Uh, we have what following great features for our listeners? Well, we have a key, uh, key 12. Which is? Uh, practicing the three R's. That would be correct. That's but, so, for the money, for the big money, for the double bonus prize. Uh-oh. What are the three R's? <laughs> Man, it ain't reading, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Uh, revise, review, revise, recommit. Yes! Review, revise, and recommit are the three R's. Woo! You did awesome there. Okay, so, yeah, so that is our key for the week. And what is our topic uh, that would be up to you. <laughs> no, we just talked about it. It has to do with our video that we just did: holiday shopping tips to oh, avoid oh. identity theft during identity. this holiday shopping season. Identity theft, correct? Yes. So, uh, so that is, uh, yeah, that's going to be our topic today. All right. Plus, we have a moolah word that's super fabulous. And, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to rush you on that. <laughs> I was going to say, and what would that be? <laughs> niche, my friend. Niche. Yes, uh, is. Uh, it's not a. It's not a city in France, is it? No, that would be Nice. Oh. <laughs> spelled nice, N-I-C-E. That's so funny. So think of niche as nouveau riche. Yeah. But with nouveau niche. <laughs> oh. As opposed to niche being, you know, like a sort of a, uh, a, li- a little area of expertise. No, it is. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. But I didn't want to jump ahead and give the definition before I said, let's do this week's Moolah Word of the yeah. Day, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> because we, need the, we need the sound effect. And, the- <laughs> and he needs to know when that appropriate time is. So that would be... <gasps> right, right now. now. And the Q. moolah word of the day is? The moolah word of the day would be niche. And so you, for those of you who do not like to pretend that you have the big French vocabulary, even though you're an American, so you would say niche. So people talk about a niche, right. a niche or a niche. It is not just a decorative wall embellishment where like you put a vase or a painting and a niche, you know, yep. along the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like a little recessed cutout kind of thing. So, So if you think in terms of that design thing, it's a recessed cutout or area, if you will. So in the investor word, moolah word of the day style, our niche has to do with a focused, targetable part of a market for certain products or services that has unmet demand. Okay, A business may enter into a niche market by offering a product that was previously unavailable to a specific geographical area or also suitable in a, as a position in which a person or business operates. So for example, there are tons of money management professionals. There are tons of radio broadcast professionals that deal with the segment of money management right? Mm -hmm. And we could be considered part of that as the personal finance. And today we're going to talk about identity theft um, and how to avoid that. So we do personal finance on this radio show, but unlike the other personal finance people, we have a niche with the open quotation fingers for those of you. N-I-C-H-E, right? N-I-C-H-E. And our niche is Biology-based personal finance. There you go. So we are a subset of personal finance. So that could be, that's a niche. So like if you think of, say, fast food restaurants, but you have fast sushi or fast Mexican. Mm -hmm. So that's a niche or a sub-market or a specialty kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, you know, if you remember- back to our mark fixture Hanson, we should get him back on again but if you remember when we were talking about stuff and how to kick off the new year and everything when he was on go niche get rich is how he puts it you know find a specialty find an area of expertise and make yourself invaluable in that space there are lots of personal finance people i'm just one of many but how many biology-based money management experts are there yeah that would be zero unless there are those that are following the path that I've carved. Yeah. But as far as I know, I'm it. You're the, you're the gal. There are some people that talk about emotion management, but we're bigger than that in the, in the sense that what we do is, is, is more targeted and specific than just addressing emotions because we go to the core. Emotions are a response. We're right there at the biological stimulus, the impetus for financial Success. That's where we are. So we're even, we've are even. we drilled it down even further than those folks. And for those of you who are regular listeners, you know this already. So that's niche. And that's a market niche or market segment. So we serve a portion of the personal financial markets because some people just need, hey, I got to learn how to balance a checkbook or what are the greatest stocks? And so they can go to those people. So the, they watch Kramer if they want to know what's hot and what's not in the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. So they're already having their act together in the biological sense, likely if they have disposable income to invest with him, with with Kramer. So they may not need me. That's why I'm a niche. So like while everybody needs financial services, they may not need my segment. They might have their act together. But if you know what to do and you are doing it, I'm your babe. (laughs) And that's why people come here. It's because they're like, well, I know I'm supposed to spend less and save more, but I just can't. Why don't I? And so you come here to figure out why and how to change. So that's what we do. And that's why we're different than the rest. And that makes us a niche. Yeah. Anyhow, so that's it for this week's Moolah Word of the Day. This week's key in our Keys to Riches financial philosophy, again, Miguel, is? Practicing the three R. Yes. Review, revise, and arithmetic. These aren't the ones that you learned. What did I just say? I just missed that. Review, revise, and recommit. Yes. Arithmetic. <laughs> I meant to say the original ones. These are not <laughs> your read and writing. That's arithmetic. Great. Uh these are and she wrote the book, guys. I, I know. It's so bad on so many levels. That was a big goof. But seriously, so these are just as important, if not more, fundamentally speaking, because The review, advise, and recommit can be applied to any category, not just your personal finances, but any category of your life. And when we do our goal achievement strategy workshop, which we were just talking about making it into a video format. So for Mm. those of you who can't travel to a city where I'm speaking and putting on the workshop or you can't make it to our home base here in Arizona, that doesn't mean you have to miss out. That means that you can still be able to get it. So we're going to start, we're going to put that workshop online and we're going to do a multi-part workshop series, so that way you can get it and practice it and get it over and over and ingratiated in. And this this key is one big piece of that puzzle, and it's what makes our money management strategy the most successful, because we look at the biological factors that go into why people don't budget effectively and why people don't diet effectively and why they rebound. They make these mistakes, they fall off the wagon, and then they become worse off than what they are, even though they already know know what to do. And so if you want more about this week's key, you need to visit this key's own radio show. And our Keys to Riches radio show powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio can be found at keystoriches.com or you can just tune into the channel that you listen to that this is aired on because it is also available on the Unlock Your Wealth Radio channel as well. And it's the key is so important and it's grown in such a Uh, an amazing way that it already is in regional syndication too. And we're not even, we're barely, when did we start last year, right? Or at the beginning of this year? So we're almost on our one-year anniversary of the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio oh, the, all by itself. The Keys to Riches show, yeah. Yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah, yeah so we're, we're about ready to come up on our one-year anniversary of this show. And out of the gate, it got picked up in syndication. It took us, you wow. know, some time. You know, I mean, I started out on terrestrial radio and then I went to the internet and it took us a while to get back on terrestrial radio again. And But this one, whoo, right away got picked up. Wow. It was pretty exciting to see how that happened. So, uh, So if you want to learn more about this week's Key and our Keys to Riches financial philosophy, please visit us at Keyst2Riches.com. Also, all of the worksheets and all the documents that you need to succeed at deploying the Keys to Riches financial philosophy in your everyday life are also available at that website as well. So this week, we are going to talk about holiday shopping tips in the identity theft sense, because there is so much that we need to be focusing on when it comes to identity theft. And we are so vulnerable at this time of year. If you have not listened to me speak about identity theft or are not familiar with my book, uh, Money, Credit, and You, How to Avoid Identity Theft Frauds and Scams," we look at this, or we look at identity theft the same way we look at our money management philosophy. And that's from a biological perspective, because ideally you already kind of know to be protective of your information and your personal sensitive data, but we're not because why? Because life gets in the way. and, And sometimes We're in charge, and sometimes we're subservient to what's going on in our lives. And like we want to think that we're 100% in control, and ideally we are, our biological responses can take over in our subconscious, our autonomic nervous system, boom can just start doing things because we're feeling threatened or we're perceiving a threat or we're perceiving a benefit that subconsciously we want to chase after because it's in line with our true values and goals. And we may not consciously be aware of this, but our body is driving us to this destination. If you think about it, it would be great if we could consider all of the aspects of identity theft and what we need to be doing, but... That's not all we have to do with when it comes to this lifetime, is it? No, because whether or not we're married. We still have bills to pay. We have a job to go to. We have social obligations, spiritual or you know community obligations, whether we volunteer or not. And then it's the holidays. So now we have familial obligations. Even if you don't have a family of your own, even if you're not married, you still have to figure out, do I go to my siblings' place? Do I go to my parents' place? What's going on? Who do I buy for? Blah, blah, blah. Like So all of these things are mounting up inside of you. And that compounded with everyday life and your boss needs to get the, this is the last quarter of the fiscal year. And so you're being pressed to hit all these goals. So you've got all these pressures, these things that are building up and then, oh, Your transmission falls out of your vehicle. As you're driving down the road, you drop your tranny. I hate when that happens. And that happened to me during the holidays years ago. And I dropped my tranny. I'm like, and it was when I was least prepared uh, for that uh, particular eventuality. I was just still financially recovering from my uh, divorce. I was in financial recovery, (laughs) and I wasn't prepared for a catastrophe. Uh, But anyway, so stuff like that happens. Life happens. And so the last thing that we're thinking about during the holidays, making sure we remember everybody on the list. Did I defrost the turkey? Did I remember to take it out in time? Did I buy that Christmas ham? Did I get it ordered from the honey baked ham people? Am I on the list or do I have to stand in that mile long line that wraps around the building twice? I was, and, and it was like two days before I was like, oh yeah, you need to go pick up a ham. I'm like, okay. And so I drive and I'm looking. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? And so it's in one of those strip malls, but it's like that has big box retail. And the line wrapped around not one, not two, but three big box retail stores. (laughs) The Honey Baked Ham store was on the east side of the plaza. It wrapped around three little shops. It wrapped around a big lot's a couple of more little shops, Jeez. a Staples, and then a couple of more shops, and then a Best Buy. And at the end of the Best Buy, the line wrapped around to the back where all the trash containers are. And I was like, I just like was driving by. I'm like, how long have you been in line? To the guy at the first big box retail store. And he's like, an hour. And I'm oh, like, man. dude, if you've been waiting an hour where you are, Like that guy way back there, it's going to be like a whole day. I'm like, we don't need to eat ham that bad. Yeah, you can't can't, have ham. (laughs) So if I'm, but like, if that's like my assignment and that's the only thing I have to do for the holiday and I have pressure on me, that's, that's what I got to do. I got to step up and do this. And so all these other things are going chaotic in my life and I'm not focusing on what I should be focusing on. And that would be protecting myself from identity theft frauds or scams because I'm just overwhelmed. You know, remember that the brain consciously can only focus on seven to nine things, plus or minus two. And that is going to put me over the top. (laughs)
1: For
0: sure. Remembering identity theft, unless it becomes uh, a subconscious habit, it ain't going to happen. So we're going to talk today about some of these tips that we can deploy to be successful at protecting our identity and mitigating the risk or possibility of us becoming victims this holiday season. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio and this segment of today's show is sponsored by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting our website at UnlockYourWealthRadio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So let's take a look and let's just kind of think about strategically what we need to be thinking about when it comes to identity theft. So we we have to remember that it's not just about online transactions or physical transactions, but the possibility of having our stuff stolen. You know, we put so many things into our cars and I'm just going to run into this store real quick and we leave our handbag or our wallet in because we want to go grab a quick espresso because we need some liquid inspiration to get through the rest of the yeah, day. Yeah. So we just dash in because we have the Starbucks app on our phone so we can go pay that way. And I leave everything in my car. And then what happens if somebody just whoops, breaks a window, Jimmy's the door. Bye-bye handbag. Right? Yeah. Got, just just like that. So we have to think about all right, how can I mitigate risk from physical theft? Because physical theft is just the beginning, you know. So when we go out, and this is Every day, anyway, we should be thinking about these things because money expended shouldn't be spontaneous because that's when we can succumb to impulses and impulse spending. And that's when we can ruin our savings and spending plan by having the ability to make a decision too quickly. So we want to be strategic and thoughtful about how we plan this out. So it starts before you leave the house. When you're thinking about, okay, I have this thing, this thing, and this thing to do, and you have all these credit cards, so you only want to carry the cards that you know that you need. I going to say, you wouldn't want to go out with all those credit cards. Yeah, you wouldn't take, you know, 20 credit cards with you to run to four different stores. Even if you had to run to six different stores, okay, you know, you don't need that many credit cards. You want to be strategic about this. You know, department storage cards charge a higher interest rate than Visa MasterCard. And it causes you to spend extra money that you wouldn't budget for because it's the money on those cards can only be spent in those stores. Right. You know, and one of the worst ones that I think about, um, and I think it's the worst for girls ever on the planet, is Victoria's Secret. Uh-oh. Because, oh, well, if you just do this, you'll get credit for a free bra and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but forget the fact that we're charging you 75% interest each and every month. <laughs> And then when you miss a payment, now you're paying interest on fees because we whacked you all these fees, you know, and before you know it, all your incentives are chewed up and now you're negative, you're in the negative because of all of the damage that you can do. And the problem with the Victoria's Secret card or any department store, I'm not just vilifying Victoria's Secret specifically, but any department store card, you can only spend the money there. An underwriter knows this. So if you apply for other credit and you don't have a good Visa MasterCard where you can get cash away from it as well as makes expenditures, the underwriter knows that there's a limit to that. They also know that banks don't lend the money on credit cards. Finance companies do. So your interest rate is going to be higher. This is, this is a credit quality issue, too, yeah. by the way. But when we think about it, we want to be strategic when... We decide what we're, where we're going to go and where we're going to shop. And here's why it's important to sit down and select the correct cards to take with you because a lot of us do have rewards cards. Maybe you have a travel rewards card or a cashback rewards card and they're good on certain purchases versus others. So as you plan your holiday spending that you want to pick the right card or couple of cards that will best benefit you by charging those items. Okay. And then leave the rest locked up, especially identification. You don't need 50 forms of ID. You need one government issued photo. And if you're in America and you're an American, and unless you're going to be leaving the country anytime soon, and I guess this is not relevant to people who must leave quickly, <laughs> that you don't need to have your passport on you. Lock that stuff up. I mean, that's a super high quality form of identification. Yeah. You know, you could start a whole new life somewhere else that in another foreign country that the person that is that truly owns that identification would never even know if you created a whole alternate universe somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So leave that stuff at home. You do not need it. Unless, of course, you're having to leave the country. Maybe you're a spy and you need to duck out anytime, but you probably have alternate passports located in different cities and special lock boxes all over the place. So you don't need to have that on you when you go holiday shopping. So minimize the identification. Uh, Number two. Do not, under any circumstances, ever carry your social security number with you. Memorize it and lock it up. The only reason you would ever need to have the actual physical card is to present to an employer who has given you a job, not the application, who has given you the job, or you are receiving direct benefits as a result of that social security card. So if you're claiming for a payment, if you were getting Medicare, Medicaid type of benefits, otherwise, that thing should never, ever, ever come out. And you should never, ever put it on anything. Um, You you don't need to be using your social security number for anything, for any reason. You don't need it at the doctor's office unless you're getting medical benefits from the federal government hmm. because your insurance company goes off of your policy number anyway, not your social. Hmm. So it's just one last thing. So now, once you get out of the house, what do you do? So you're at the mall and you're shopping. Shop at stores that are technologically with the program. What do I mean by that? We were issued these EMV chip cards over a year ago, and retailers are still forcing you to swipe. When you swipe... You are not being protected on that transaction. Your account number is still being transmitted. The only way a chip wow. card protects you is if you use the chip. So if a retailer that you're in right now, if you're at the mall and you're in a retailer that has that little card jammed in there saying, please use the swiper and it's an athletic store and there's another one in the mall that accepts the chip card, go there Protect yourself because, you know, even if you have the mindset that, well, you know, they'll provide identity theft monitoring if anything happens. Monitoring is reactive. It tells you after the horses have gotten out of the barn. So what does that do for you? Does it go get them and bring them back in the barn? No, horses are out. And actually, number three should be number one, your credit should be on freeze before you ever walk out of the house. There is no reason why you need to have your credit open and active. Put your credit on freeze because it'll do two things. One, it'll prevent anybody else from opening up accounts. Plus, it'll make you really thoughtful and strategic about when you apply for credit because you don't want to be implying applying for impulse things. Like if you say, have you, do you have our Victoria's Secret card? You can save 20% if you apply today. And the store is crazy and they make you fill out this paperwork and you put your social security number on and they just throw it in a box. And while everybody else is helping out everybody else, I could reach over the counter and grab that box. And now I have name date of birth, social security number, income, address. I have I. Have, it's the target rich yeah, opportunity. Yeah. But if your credit's mm-hmm. on lockdown, if you have frozen your credit, that can't happen to you. It's you can a beautiful still link. buy stuff even if it's frozen. Yeah, because that has nothing to do with existing credit. That just means that somebody can't check your credit. Even if they have your identification, they can't access it. They've got to know how to unfreeze it. And only you know how to do it because of how you freeze it. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk about that on the air because when you go to freeze it, you'll figure it out. Yeah. But that way the criminals that are listening, trying to get an edge up. Aren't going to be able to. Yeah. The people that are would-be criminals that haven't actually done anything yet, I'm not going to give you instructions on how to do that. You know, So, um, so, so these are things that we have to be paying attention to. Do not apply for any credit like that spontaneously. That's number four. So the next thing you need to know is make sure you know exactly where your wallet or handbag is at all times. If you typically wear your wallet or handbag um, on one side or behind you, start wearing it in front of you. Because for two reasons, biologically, you'll be paying more attention to it because it'll be awkward. You won't be used to having your wallet there. If you think about it, you put your wallet for men in your back pocket and you forget about it. Never never do. Because the nerve endings are already, they're already set. You already expect that sensation there. And so- It doesn't think about it. But if you put, if you're a back pocket kind of guy or gal, and now you put your wallet in your front pocket, all of a sudden it's a new sensation or experience. You're not used to moving with it. So now you're going to be paying attention to where that is. All right. And it's just a little subconscious thing. Oh, and if you get started or one of the craziest things too, by the way, is if you see a sign saying, beware of pickpockets, the first thing that people do when they read that sign is they reach for their wallet. They pat themselves, whether it's a coat pocket or a pants pocket, just like Michael's doing right now. He's looking for his wallet. He's feeling around for it. it Sometimes those those signs are posted by the pickpockets. So when you read it, they know where to pickpocket you. Yeah. For women, always zip up your purse. These are simple things. Yeah. When you type in your PIN number... And and I don't want you using debit cards for transactions. You need to use credit cards only. But when typing in your PIN number, cover it up. Somebody could be videoing you over their shoulder, and it might look like they're laughing at a YouTube video. You think that they're – because everybody's used to people looking down. But actually what they're doing is they're watching you, and they're filming you type in your password or how you sign your name on the computer terminal. When you hold your credit card out and you hold it out for a while and you're holding it and holding it, they're filming you. They're videotaping or taking a photograph of your account number. And then, you know, they ask for the number on the back sometimes so that you flip it over. Now you just gave them the keys to the castle. These are simple things. These are things that we don't think about. And this is why my biology-based approach to money management is so critical, because these are the things that don't occur to people. And this same biology-based money management approach has to do with identity theft, frauds, and scams, because it's the same concepts that get us into trouble, whether it's managing our money or protecting our identity. So if you'd like more great tips, please visit our YouTube channel because we are now celebrating the month of December as National Identity Theft Awareness Month, and we're putting out amazing videos. And now the maestro of moolah is also the – what do we call you for the – The um the video side. We need a cool like we'll have to come up with a cool name. Yes. We need a cool like composer fancy type name for like the video guy. So he's our, you know, producer extraordinaire now on the videos. He's added filmmaker to his repertoire. We'll get something good. So, uh, yes, yeah, so you want to tune into these because we are giving you great specific targeted information just like we just did on today's show. So please visit our YouTube channel. It's just simply youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Heather Wagon Thanks so much for stopping by and for more great resources to help you fix your credit, get out of debt and have more wealth and happiness. Visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. For the maestro of Moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagon Halls, now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagon Halls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches financial wellness series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.